Hello and welcome to Sometimes Dead is Better, and it's me, Kristen. And me, Elise. Oh, wait, that, that didn't sound right. Who? Elise. Where's Chris? He has corona. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he's, he's just at home in Alabama. Yeah. And he still seems to be working a lot, which is too bad for him because we are not doing anything. anything. <laughs> We're just watching The Amazing Race and eating Tootsie Roll Pops. That's right. Well, you also, you have school at home, though. I don't like digital learning. Yeah. How's that going? Eh. It's boring. It's boring? Yeah. Do you like having me over your shoulder going, that's not right, Elise, do it again. No, it's really annoying. I know. I'm not very good at it. But this is a crazy time, right? Yeah. Nothing like has ever happened in my lifetime. I thought bird flu happened. Yeah, but not like this. We're living through history. How about that? Nice. And hopefully everybody else is hanging in there, being healthy, yeah, staying my, home. My friend made a joke that later um, everyone's just going to be, like, studying the coronavirus. And that people are going to ask, like, us, because uh-huh. we were kids then, and they're going to be like, what was the coronavirus like? And if someone asked me that, I'm probably just going to exaggerate and be like, oh, it was terrible. It was terrible. Oh, like how how um, older people tend to do yeah. that. Like when back I was a kid. Day, yeah. Back in my day, there was Corona. <laughs> We're helping by staying home. How about that? Yeah, that's that's nice. Well, so Elise, before we get into what we're going to talk about today, because again, this is a non-traditional episode, but no Chris, no Chris, no horror movie, but this is a weird time. Yeah. So we're gonna do whatever we feel like doing, I guess. Mm-hmm. But so first, a little thing that Chris and I do is do what you've been watching. Oh, okay. So, Elise, what you've been watching? YouTube. YouTube? Yeah. I don't understand. I watch YouTube sometimes, like, when I want to watch a clip of, like, the Jimmy Fallon show or something. I don't understand. The... But what do you watch on YouTube? You say um, you watch YouTube. Yeah, I watch... There's, like, shows and stuff? No, I watch YouTubers. YouTubers? Yeah. Okay. I watch The Odd Ones Out. He's my favorite YouTuber. Okay. I watch PewDiePie. Pewdie? PewDiePie. Okay. <laughs> um, and what does this person do? He's He just, like, does Minecraft and stuff, and it's funny. Oh, yes. I've learned a lot about Minecraft over the last few weeks. I watch... What else do I watch? I watch Jaden Animations and something else YT. Mm-hmm. They're both animators, and... Um, so the podcast is called Sometimes Dead is Better, and I keep wanting to say something else YT for some reason, because to me it sounds exactly the same. Oh, okay. Should we uh, shorten ours to S-D-I-B? No. Okay, sorry. I didn't remember. Okay. So, what have you been watching? Well, well, I watched The Tiger King. Documentary oh. kind of told you. I showed you a little bit of it because it's, but it's so crazy. Most everybody's talking about it, but you. I seen don't the, like his hair. It's crazy. His hair's too weird. Yeah. So we watched all that, and then 
Daddy and I have still been rewatching The Office every night. That's what we watch. We watch The Amazing Race. And we watch The Amazing Race every day. We made Jet and Cord in The Sims. Yeah. And we're, right now we're Jet watching Amazing Race season 28? Uh, I don't know. 20. Yeah, we um, we started like rewatching them because on Hulu they don't have all the newer seasons. So we just went back and watched the older ones. Mm-hmm. And I got to see Jet and Cord in the first season. So yeah. that's awesome. That was fun. Yeah. All my friends, they all sit down at the dinner table and discuss topics, I guess, and we just sit down on the couch and watch The Amazing Race. <laughs> just I don't like tell that. everybody that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, yeah, they always say, like, don't watch TV while you eat as a family, but, like, we spend so much time as a family outside of that. Yeah. yeah. So, like, the one, like, when we all sit down to eat, we watch The Amazing Race, but then the rest of the time... We're doing stuff together as a family. Yeah, like we go outside and pl- and play stuff. Like yeah, the trampoline. I like reading books while I eat. Remember before we were, like we started watching stuff before we started watching all those animal, you know? Yeah, yeah. We used to watch all those wild animal things. Yeah. We just sit down at the dinner table, and I remember I wanted to read so bad because it got really boring, <laughs> in my opinion. I never, I, I never really tried to show it, but I got so bored. And I, when, one time I got a book out. And I, and I started to read, and Daddy was like, Elise, put that book away. Yeah, I remember Daddy always saying, no reading at the table. Yeah. At school, we have to read certain books, like Roll of Thunder, Hear My Cry. I mean, I like that book a lot, but we can not We can only read to one chapter. And we can't go past that, what? or else we get in trouble. So How does she know? Well, we have, like, book Oh, because you might spoil it. Yeah. Oh. And so, um, I don't have, like, I already read all my other books, so sometimes they get boring. So how many books have you read so far on being out of school you've read a lot yeah i've read a lot you read the first two ender game not ender game what are they called <laughs> percy jackson percy jackson i want um i read a whole bunch more i read the odd ones out the first sequel the okay witch um roller girl a couple of times i read the one and only ivan again i've already read oh. it but i remember we looked that up that they they're making this, it into yeah, a movie there's also a sequel coming out it's the one oh. and only bob but the movie, there was something really cool. Who was going to be in it? I don't know. Dwayne Johnson? I don't know. He's in all the movies. Is it Lemon Will Miranda? Oh, no. It's Mike White. Remember Mike White, the screenwriter and director I like? Oh, he yeah. Was on the he Amazing was on Race. The Amazing Race. Yeah. yeah. And he's the one who's going to be writing the screenplay. Nice. Yeah. It's nice. Cool. Nice, well, nice, nice. And so what are we doing here today? What did we decide to do? We are going to talk about conspiracy theories. And so conspiracy theories can still be kind of spooky. So that still kind of goes into our spooky boogie. our theme of our podcast, right? Yeah. You go ahead and start because you've been researching this one for a long time. So okay. go ahead and tell them first what is the first conspiracy you're going to do. Let me get my paper. I Okay, so my first conspiracy I have is Paul is dead. Um, so what does this mean exactly? Well, so the Beatles were, yeah, probably everyone knows the Beatles. If you don't, you've been living under a rock. But well, let's first tell your <laughs> your history with the Beatles. Let's do a little so, a little backstory on that. When was I... Four or six? I always get those numbers confused. You were five. Five. Oh, so when I was five, my grandma got me a book. It was The Yellow Submarine. It was like a picture book about the Beatles and The Yellow Submarine. And I didn't I didn't know they were a band. I thought it was just like a book. And yes. so you, Mama, showed me the songs, and I was like, ooh. And so I started listening to them a lot. And I've been listening to the Beatles for six years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like a a year ago or two years ago, I learned about Paul is Dead, 
which is like a conspiracy theory about the Beatles. And so Paul died, and he was switched out with like a look-alike. Yeah, that's the word. And so I've been researching that for the conspiracy theories. I have another one, but I'm, I'm not saying which one is it. Okay. It's not related to the Beatles, but so yeah, I have a whole bunch of stuff. I just have like 24 facts. Not exactly facts, but little details. Okay. Well, you also read, uh, Chris gave you a book called The Walrus Was Paul. Yeah. And you read most of that book, right? Paul is dead. Uh, well, but, so, but we can kind of uh, say that you're a pretty good Beatles expert. <laughs> yeah. And and a lot of people, like when you first listened to the Beatles when you were five, you became yeah. like obsessed. And that's what you kind of did. You would glom onto something. Like Hamilton. Well, first it was yeah. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. <laughs> yes. And it was the dwarves specifically. Yeah, it was the dwarves specifically. I can't speak. Yeah, then it was the Beatles. Then it was Hamilton. And then it was like all those musicals. And then it was the Beatles again. And now it's still kind of the Beatles, but it's also kind of like... Everything's um, kind of dispersed now. You listen to a lot of stuff. It's also kind of Dear Evan Hansen a little. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not like... I, st- I really like Dear Evan Hansen, but it's not like the Beatles where I've been listening it to it forever and I know everything about it. So yeah. anyway, go ahead and tell us about this crazy theory. Okay, so I'm going to just talk a little more about what it is before I get into like the details of it. So Paul is dead. He was switched. So he died and he um, supposedly he got in a fight with the other Beatles and he went driving and it was like rainy or something in his car and he crashed and he was decapitated. What? And then he died and the Beatles were so like griefy. Yeah, they were so griefful that they made up this conspiracy thing and they said Paul is dead and they had a Beatles lookalike contest. And so the winner was supposedly William Shears Campbell and he played Paul. For like the rest of the Beatles. Oh my gosh! So, what really year was supposedly did he supposedly die? I think 1966. Let me check. Yeah, I think it's 1966. I didn't organize these things in like That's my album. It's just a lot of stuff. So, um, before I start, I got my information from the Beatles Bible, and it had a big section about Paul is dead. But I got the most information from. I'm reading this how it is, 100.9 FM, The Eagle. Oh. And I actually got most of the information. So the guy, I forgot his name, but he said how, why Paul is dead and why people think he's dead, but then he also said why he's probably not dead. Mm, okay. So I got a lot of information from that, and so... That's good. So, he's, he's, so he, he, he gave both sides of the... Yeah. Okay. That's, that's like the information I want. So, the first one I have is The Day in the Life. He blew his mind out in the car. Mm-hmm. Um, it's set, so it was like, he blew his mind out in a car, and Paul was supposedly decapitated. Mm. So, they think, people think that they, he snuck that in. Strawberry Fields Forever, I Buried Paul. Okay, I'm going to get the song up. Supposedly, if you play Strawberry Fields, um, at the very end, it's going to, John says, oh, <laughs> look, Daddy's playing his music. Oh. He's playing Billy Idol Generation X. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to get that up. Uh, oh. Oh! <laughs> okay, so I'm going to play it, go to the, make it to the end. He said, I bury Paul. Did you hear it? Oh. Yeah. So Paul said that John was saying cranberry sauce. John also said that in like a interview yeah. and so it does kind of sound like cranberry sauce and i buried paul it mm. also sounds like i'm bored there's also abbey road that's like my favorite album 
But so on the cover art, let me just pull it up. In the cover, Paul, his he's like a little behind the other Beatles, and that's supposed to be saying like um he's dead. The other Beatles are still alive, and he's holding a, cig- a cigarette in his right hand, but Paul's left-handed, hmm. so is Ringo. Oh, so it's not the yeah. real Paul. So like the Will- William Shears Campbell, he would be, he'd be right-handed, hmm. but he's barefoot, mm-hmm. and in some like religions, they bury people. Um, with bare feet hmm. and so that was suggesting that he died and he was being buried and I think Ringo's the grave di- digger or George is the grave digger one of them's the grave grave digger and then one's a priest and Paul's the dead one and there's another, another Paul Bear? Hmm? Paul Bear someone who carries the coffin no no oh um so Paul's the dead one there's also the grave digger and the priest and there's another one and I don't remember they're all supposed to be playing that part oh okay and so Five is, this one's a weird one, so. Um, hey, just, uh, they're I all know. pretty weird, just saying. So Brian you know. Epstein, the first cover of Yesterday and Today was this. Right. Had raw meat and doll, doll parts, and it was suggesting that, like, there's just a, there's a doll head on Paul's lap. Yeah. So that could be, like, his head when he was decapitated, and there's also raw meat and stuff. So, Six, William Shears Campbell. We already know that he is, like, Paul's swap-out dude. Mm-hmm. And in one of the songs, I think it's Strawberry Fields Forever, or I keep forgetting, but it's um, Billy Shears. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, William Shears Campbell, because Billy's sometimes, like, a nickname for yeah. him. But um, John said it's just Billy's here, and I don't remember who's Billy in oh. Seven. So in the Magical Mystery Tour movie... Well, you know, at the end of, they say, Billy's... But I thought they were saying Billy Shears. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're saying Billy is here? Yeah. So number seven is Carnations. So in the Magical Mystery Tour movie, I I wanted to watch it, but it's, like, really hard to find because they never really, like, actually released it. Yeah. So That's one of my favorite albums. When they were singing Your Mother Should Know, they were walking down the stairs, and John, George, and Ringo, they all had red carnations, but Paul has a black one. Oh. And so um, his also looks like it's painted on, but it's not. Okay, number eight, live album 1993. So Paul, like in 1993, he went on the tour and it was called the live album because mm-hmm. he is alive. Oh, um, it's it's he put that into like sneaky peeky. Okay, that's that's really all. So he yeah. did that to allude to the whole conspiracy theory yeah. about he's dead. Number nine. We've already, I've already talked about this, but the contest, it's like, so they held a private contest to see who looked like Paul the most. Mm-hmm. I don't really know how people would not know about this, because even, so if someone were in the contest and they didn't win, wouldn't they tell other people? And the other people tell other people. Mm-hmm. So wouldn't people know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And number 10 is, so I have Sergeant, a Sergeant Pepper picture. And it has a whole bunch of clues in it, like a whole bunch. I circled them because I might not remember. Oh, yeah, I just did a puzzle of the cover. mm -hmm. That was yours. There is a doll in the bottom right corner. I'm not good at left and right. And you you can't really see it, but there's a little car. I don't remember which car it's supposed to be, but it's on her lap, and it's kind of driving down her leg. Mm -hmm. And that's suggesting that that's Paul's car, and he's driving, and it crashed. There's also, um, Paul played the bass. There's a flower bass, um, like, under Paul, because uh-huh. he played the bass. And it only has two strings, and that's, like, death, I guess. And it's also flowers. 
and there's even more things about the base. So if you look at it, if you squint, it's supposed to say Paul, uh-huh. question mark, like Paul, you there? And he's holding an instrument. I don't, it's like a flute or something. I don't know instruments, but it's black. And all the other Beatles instruments are like gold, like trumpets and tubas and stuff. Hmm. Yeah. So above Paul's head, there's an open palm. And I think it's attached to a guy that's waving. The open palm in some religions suggests death. Like, this person has died. They're an angel. And so... Oh, yeah. yeah I guess I've seen that in those old, like, old Renaissance paintings where the... Yeah, usually, yeah. like, the Lady Madonna is holding up her... Or an angel or something yeah. is holding up her hand. Or, and like, Jesus, I guess. Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. But number 14 is the bloody glove. So, also on the doll... Um, like, on her hand, almost, there's a bloody driving glove. And Paul, I guess he was wearing gloves or something. Does that doll have a head? Yes, it has a head. Oh, okay. Gosh. <laughs> I just couldn't remember. It'd be scary. Well, and there's so much going on in that one cover. I know. And the gloves, like, all red, like, bloody and splotchy. And then, so, um, number 15 is the Black Walrus. On the cover of Magical Mystery Tour, you know the Black Walrus, the you know, walrus? Yeah, the walrus. Yeah. And so the walrus is Paul. John said that in Glass Onion. Right. And actually, the so when they dressed up as all the animals in the cover, um, John was the walrus. People thought Paul was the walrus, you know, because John said that. And some religions, the black walrus means, like, death. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. And A black then, walrus means death? Yeah, like someone has died. Interesting. Are there actually <laughs> are there actually black walruses? Do those exist? Walruses? <laughs> well, could <would> you stop? <laughs> Probably not. But so number sixteen is the op badge. So on the cover of like it's not on a cover exactly, but when they're all sitting down, they have all their uniforms on and stuff. Paul has a badge on his arm that you can kind of see, and it says. So people think it says OPD. Um, and that stands for officially pronounced dead. Oh my gosh. Um, that seems like a bit of a reach, people. It's actually OPP, and uh-huh. that's um, Ontario Police. Paul got it in like Canada or something, uh-huh. and he wanted to wear it. I think I might have said the other Beatles wore it too, but I don't think so. I, I also want to point out this doesn't have anything to do with the Paul is dead, but on Sgt. Pepper, there's Bob Dylan. Yeah. I mean, all these people are like famous, but Bob Dylan, that's cool. And then if you turn the album around where he has the op badge, um, Paul's the only one. They're all standing up, and Paul's facing backwards, mm-hmm. and all the other Beatles are facing forward, so that could be suggesting something. I have another one. I forgot to list it, but I just remembered it. So on Revolution 9, if you play it backwards, there's a lot of clues in there. It sounds like number 9, you know? Yeah. But it's, it's actually like Paul is dead, miss him, miss him again. Paul is dead, miss him, miss him. Oh, so that's so revolution no, no, number no. nine is Paul. The one? No, no, no. It's turn me on, dead man. Oh, turn me on, dead man, over and over again. So, um, number 18 is rubber soul. So, on the cover of rubber soul, um, you can see they're all kind of looking down. Mm-hmm. And Paul, he's not really looking down, neither is George, but they're all supposed to be looking down, not Paul, into a coffin. And Paul's supposed to be in the coffin. I don't really see that because. George isn't looking down. He's looking sideways. Right. right. After the raw meat and the baby mm-hmm. doll parts, um, they had another cover, The Beatles, Yesterday and Today. And so there's the box, and Paul's in the box, like you see. 
He's in the box. Oh, oh, like yeah. a suitcase looking thing. Yeah, like suitcase okay. looking thing. Like a and steamer trunk. A steamer trunk. Yeah, that's what it is. And it's that's supposed to be a coffin. And you see Ringo's hand is like on on it uh-huh. as if he's closing it. Okay. Um, only sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that song, yeah. Um, John wrote that song, and he, this was one of the earlier ones before all these big ones happened. People to think that Paul. He maybe he wasn't dead, but he's only sleeping. Oh. Because you know sometimes sleeping is like that. Then there's revolver. Oh, I, I looked up revolver and I never did the Beatles and it's just guns. <laughs> <laughs> Shotguns. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> Flag. Flag. Okay, so right here, so Paul, they're all all the Beatles except Paul. They're all looking like kind of forward. Ringo's kind of looking up and forward, but he's. Don't looking forward, and Paul's looking to the side. And if you turn it like that, Paul's looking up. Like but isn't heavens. that isn't that one, one of their friends from Germany drew that, right? Yeah, number twenty three. It's leaving home, so she's leaving home. That's like one of my favorite Beatles songs. Uh-huh. Wednesday morning, nine o'clock. I'm I'm just trying to sing the song in my head. <laughs> Wednesday morning at nine o'clock. Yeah, so that's supposed to be the time Paul died. Wednesday morning. Nine o'clock. Hmm. That's when he, like, crashed his car and died. I have one more thing on Magical Mystery Tour that I forgot to say. Okay. So, on I Am the Walrus, at the very end, you can kind of hear, Oh, Untimely Death. I'm going to play that for you right now. Oh, yeah, I heard it. Yeah, on that kind of near the end when I paused it, um, it said, Oh, Untimely Death. Mm-hmm. And that was actually King Lear because they were playing, like, the radio. And on the radio broadcast, it was playing King Lear. And so it was just a snippet of King Lear, and it happened to be that particular. Yeah. And if you know anything about Shakespeare and his tragedies, they were all about death. <laughs> untimely Death. I also have some on the White Album, so... That used to be your favorite album. Yeah, it It changed. It changed. Okay. Blackbird, if you play it backwards, it says, Paul is dead now, miss him, miss him, miss him. That's what people interpret it to be saying? Yeah, that's what people thought it said. Hmm. So, I have two more, uh, three more on the White Album. Okay. (laughs) So, um... Let's see. The color white is, so the white album, it's uh-huh. white. And the color white is like mourning in many far eastern um, like countries and societies. So that okay. could be like they're mourning Paul or something. And then I also have While My Guitar Gently Weeps. And that's an awesome song too. And so like kind of towards the end, George is saying Paul, Paul. He's not exactly. He's more. He's not exactly saying. He's going moaning almost. Can you play it? Yeah, I'm playing it. I'm skipping. I could see like if you were listening for it to say Paul, it would sound like Paul. But yeah, but but I ne- I've heard that song a hundred times that I've never. All I thought was him just saying oh oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I first listened to that song, I didn't get the floor needs sweeping. Oh, 
<laughs> I never thought of it saying like anything else than him going, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, but I guess you can, that's also you can kind of hear like, anything you want in things. Yeah, it, he could be saying, um, orange, orange, orange. <laughs> <laughs> what was that other one? I think I got them all. Um, yeah, that is all my clues from White Album and I. So, do you think Paul is dead? Um, I think there could be a possibility, but overall, I don't. I don't think so. I'm like, I'm 98% sure he didn't die. Yeah, I would that think that. That 2% is still questioning. Okay. Yeah. Well, at least you have a little bit of mystery left there for yourself. Yeah, and I don't really see how people would. Like, wouldn't people see it? Wouldn't it be in the news if he crashed? Right. Like, there'd be, there'd be a police the, report. Yeah, how would the Beatles know about it? Wouldn't there be some news report about it? That he, that, wouldn't people see he died? Yeah. Because wouldn't he be, like, driving and he just crashed? Yeah. People would see it. Yeah. It's not like, I mean, it's in the morning, but people are still going to be driving. They're going to be going to work. They're going to be going places. So I feel like someone would see it. Yeah, I don't think a lot of these really hold yeah, up. I think I think that this conspiracy is more of the more of the funner ones. Yeah. Where it's like and especially it was so long ago, like if, when these started that people started these started looking at the album covers and there must be so more so much more to it. But I also like it because like the Beatles were always one of those bands that there was always more to it. Yeah. And so of course people are going to look more into this band because they were such a deep band. Yeah. Um, they, it's not like um, a lot of bands, like newer bands, still some older bands, but they don't really have any meaning in their songs. Mm-hmm. I still like listening to them, but I like when there's meaning because then you can like understand it better. And in the Beatles, there's like always a meaning behind the songs. Like, yeah. In their later later ones, in the um, earlier ones, there's still kind of some meaning, but it's usually just covers and love songs. Yeah, and that's how they kind of started out, but then they kind of yeah. just started doing their own thing. Yeah, like I'm just gonna say an example because I like talking about the Beatles. Sure. But in Hey Jude, so Paul wrote the song um, for Julian, who's John's son, mm-hmm. and John he was always away, and Paul loved kids, so. He really, he would, like, hang out with Julian and stuff because John was never around. So he made a song for Julian called mm-hmm. Hey Jude. And it's, like, it's also kind of about John because he, he said, you have found her, now go and get her. And that's, like, talking about Yoko because he knew John oh. liked Yoko, even though the other Beatles didn't really like her. Mm-hmm. Can I give one of my examples? Sure. I love in um, Strawberry Fields Forever when John says, living is easy with eyes closed misunderstanding yeah. all you see so what's what's your next conspiracy theory oh you're ready to move on huh oh i still thought you were too well that was great can we just stop and give you uh claps that was great you did so much work there was so much to that and we'll have to post all the pictures of the album so people can look at them as yeah. they listen maybe can i um say where i found the information again sure I found most of this information from the Beatles Bible, and that's, like, all about the Beatles, so that's super cool. Mm-hmm. And it had a whole section about Paul is dead, so I used um, a lot of their information. And a lot of the information, too, was 100.9 FM, The Eagle. Surprisingly, I found a lot of, like, most of the stuff I found there. Is that a radio station? Probably. Okay. And they had an article on there? Yeah. Okay. Well, you also read the book... The Walrus Was Paul by R. Gary Patterson, which is a yeah, book. That had a lot of information, too, so go buy it. 
Well, good job. Thank you. All right, let's take a break real quick. Okay. Okay, you ready for my first conspiracy theory? Yeah, um, you said that you were going to do the William Shakespeare one, but... Yeah, that was a little boring. Yeah, so... Because it was like, did he write them? No, this guy did, but that guy died well, before these were written, so it must not have been that guy. Maybe it was this guy. I don't know. And then again, it's kind of like, well, I mean, who cares? They were great... Right, they were great plays. They were great plays, and it was 500 years ago or however long ago. So, <laughs> was it five, 400? I don't know. 5,000? 5,000. <laughs> So this was a weird one. So I was listening to that podcast. And I don't know what this is. Yes, it's a surprise. So the podcast is called Conspiracy Theories. Um, and that is like a real professional podcast mm-hmm. on the podcast network. So I definitely recommend looking that up. It's really good. And, and it, it's a, it doesn't, it's not all negative, like, oh, this isn't true. It says why it could be true and why it couldn't be true. Yeah. I, I like stuff like that because you yeah. know both sides of the argument talking about it like such calming voices they do all right so this was a weird one that i'd never heard of and i chose this because you have been here many times to this place this is about the denver airport i've been there yes because we always fly through denver when we go to oregon oh for ghosts no unfortunately because Denver is obviously, it's in Colorado, so it's in kind of the middle of the country. So yeah, that's so a that's big like stop. A good, that's a good... I flew to Denver one time to fly to Oregon. This is before you were born, and I mm-hmm. missed my connecting flight. Oh, that sounds like you. That is so rude. When you go on the amazing race, you're just going to miss all your flights and just sleep in the airport. You're going to go out like those football players, you know? And Phil's going to have to come find me. Yeah. <laughs> and I missed my connecting flight, and I had to... Stay in the airport for like seven hours. Oh my gosh, did you in have the to Denver stay airport? No. Oh, okay. That was so Denver airport. Even. So the previous airport that was in Colorado was called Stapleton Airport, and it was kind of like too close to Denver. Uh, they couldn't put skyscrapers up because it was too close to the airport. You know, oh. they it was too loud to the people who lived nearby. So the people decide they need to make a new airport, right? Mm-hmm. They find a big plot of land because this is Colorado, so there's a lot of planes. And it's a lot of flat area. Mm-hmm. So they find the area, and it's set to open in 1993. This is back, back in my day. Oh, I thought you said, I thought you were going to say like 1929. Nope. <laughs> back in my day, 1993. You were 12. Ah, very good. <laughs> very good. I was almost your age. That's nice. Okay. My birthday was March. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday. But so they had to get the people of Colorado on board for this new uh, airport, right? It's going to be a lot of money. It's going to be a lot of traffic coming through all of a sudden, you know. And so they pitch the airport as more than an airport. It's a cultural monument. Okay? It's going to be a a hub of art and all kinds of stuff, right? Isn't it a conspiracy theory because someone famous got on and then they're never seen again? No. Sorry. Okay, good. So first of all, the design of the terminal was weird in and of itself. It was 21 massive teepee structures that was supposed to represent like the Native Americans of Colorado, but it was already, I mean, it had a weird kind of silhouette to it. That's okay? respectful, I guess. I mean, it's it's like interest, mm-hmm. it's interesting and I'd like to see that, but I don't, I just don't get how that's going to be built. Well, that does, you can look at pictures of it. It just looks like these, like where the terminals are, it's got where the big structures come up. Oh, okay. That's the least weird thing about this, okay? <laughs> this airport starts to get a really funky design. 
possible? Part of the problem was because they had to get airlines to want to fly there. I didn't realize that. So it's not just like, we build an airport, you have to fly here. Like the airlines have to agree to fly in there. Yeah. So they gave all the different airlines permission to like ask for additional changes to the plan. So the original plans that whoever made are now getting these little add-ons from all these different airlines. So they're getting all these weird kind of... Like, do they have like their own section? Like Delta... Um, that other airline that we always go on, but I always forget the name. United? Yeah, United. That's a good airline. <laughs> go to Sponsor Delta. us. Sponsor us. And then also, there was a lot of bizarre art that was chosen for this airport, okay? We'll get into Nudes. the art in a little bit. <laughs> Nudes? Is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it was just a bunch of naked people. Okay, so also, there was, they had this amazing, they thought it was an amazing idea. Everything with the baggage systems was going to be automated. So no people needed. It was all run by machines and robots, okay? Oh. So they made miles of miles of underground tunnels under the airport. Would the machines like give them their baggage? That's what it was supposed to happen. Oh. And so whenever they were about to, this is really funny, when they were, about, they were ready to open, they thought, and so they were gonna show their, their fancy automated systems. And so the robot, like, you know those, um, like claw robots or like grab no. stuff? No. Oh. Yeah, well, I mean, they would have, I don't like, think there was claws, but it would. They pick them up and they put them on something, pick them up and put well, them Well, you know the luggage trucks that you see out in the tarmac that the guys drive yeah. around? Yeah. So those are all automated. So okay? so these. Travel? Well, it drives itself. Oh, oh. But okay. when, they, when they did the example, like this little, this reminds me of Toy Story 2. You know, like when the, yeah, uh, yeah. the toys drove the luggage yeah, truck home and they show it like crashed in the front of the neighbor's yard because so it would drive itself but it would like turn so fast that like all the luggage would fall off oh, that, that's not good and then it would get to where it was supposed to put the luggage into the airplane and it had like a catapult that would catapult the... oh my but what if it like what but if... it didn't go in it would just throw it down the tarmac and like the luggage would open and close and go oh everywhere gosh. what if like someone had um, stones in there for some I mean, that probably wouldn't get through, like, security. But if it did and they threw it, what if it hit, like, the airplane and all the stones just fell out and it hit the airplane and it was just like... Why would they have stones in their bag? I don't know! What, what if? <laughs> well, so anyway, it's not working. This was a $200 million automated system that was not working. Um, it was supposed to be a game changer for airports, but instead... Sure it, was, in it a bad caused, way. It caused the airport to go over budget and started these crazy theories okay mm-hmm. so it was supposed to open in 93 then the end of 93 then may of 94 but it didn't open until february 1995 oh. and they had to have people actual people helping the robots <laughs> which kind of seems like what's why not just have the people do it yeah, why not just have the- but the people had to like oversee the robots to make sure they were doing they weren't like robots like you're picturing like what, I, what no, you were terrified I, of as a little kid no i i no i picture like <laughs> like the, wally no like, no i picture the claw thing but without <laughs> just picking up the lunge and eating it at the airplane okay can we have Lunge. a what uh, Gen X. What, what's your... Gen Z. Gen Z. Can we have a Gen Z corner? <laughs> Can you explain yeeting? Um, yeet is like throwing. It also means anything else. How? How? <laughs> it's in it's in the dictionaries, I think. Okay. Yeet. Be like excited and say yeet. I usually say it when I throw yeet. All right, so back to the airport. Back to the airport. So they spent a total of $4.2 billion dollars. 
on this airport. That's so much money. When it should have just been $2.2 billion. Let's talk about the art first. <laughs> so there are these large, weird murals that are wait, painted. Wait, can I, can I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but can I ask you something? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sounds so annoyed. But, no, um, I'm not. <laughs> like, would there be murals for every airline? Like, for no. Delta? Oh. No, this is just... Shout out to Delta. <laughs> Give us a free flight. So they, they had a artist they commissioned to do these. Evan Sukhuino. That's his name. Uh, yeah. And so he made these huge, weird murals. They all involved, like, children of all nationalities. Oh. But then they would have weird things like a Nazi in a, in a gas mask. It was just like, they just made him really creepy. Uh, do you have any pictures of them that I can see? Yes. This one is, uh, there's a penguin and a bird, like in a glass okay. cage and can like I a see? turtle. Oh, um, a turtle in a net. The great auk, that's the penguin, it's, um, it went extinct. Okay, so but, they're, I mean, I guess they're trying to make a statement about, like, taking care of the environment and the animals. Is, why is there one child in the middle screaming and crying, and there's another child in the blue, and he's like, hey, dude, calm down. And I don't know. there's a girl in the background, she's holding mud or something. I'm sorry, I don't know what that is. Fossils? I don't like these paintings. Let me show you more. They're so detailed, but they're not detailed in, like, a nice way. It's just sadness. You don't want to see that when you're going, like, you're switching airplanes. That's well, Like, so this one is definitely about the Holocaust. It's got a Nazi with a gun and a knife. Mm-hmm. And then down in the bottom, it's got a letter that was written, a real letter that was written from a child from okay. Auschwitz. And there's people, oh, this makes me sad. There's people crying, and there's a girl or a boy sleeping. And again, in this woods. is great. This is a great art that makes you think, but yeah. maybe not put it up in a mural in a yeah. the most the second busiest airport in the country. Like this is, I these paintings are really cool and really detailed, and they show like history. But why do you put them up here? They should be in, like a museum of history or something. Well, do you know the what artist you think? Uh, Hieronymus Bosch? Have you ever heard of him? <laughs> no, I'm sorry, buddy. I, I well, let me show you one of his paintings. Ooh, this one, this one actually, this this one is it's nice. Um, it says peace. There's a lot of children. They're all smiling and happy. You know, oh, um, never mind. I didn't see that bottom part. There's like a dead Nazi. Yep. <laughs> War, violence, hate. That's literally what it says on the bottom. Yep. Yep. Okay, so don't look at this too closely because it is pretty creepy. So this is Hieronymus Bosch. She's a Dutch painter from she, he like or the she, 1500s. He. he. Okay. But when you first when you look at it, it kind of looks like oh, a bunch of oh, what's going on there? What? Wait a minute. 1500s. Yeah. Ah, oh, there's naked people everywhere. Oh, what's going Oh, oh. <laughs> this is, this is, um, um, I'm going to describe this. So, so on the side, um. So this is a triptych side. called the Garden of Earthly Delights. On the left side, it's like God or Jesus. And then there's Adam and Eve. They're naked. Shh. And then in the middle, there's just a whole bunch of people. It's happy. And there's also like, um, and then on the other side, on the right side, it's just, it's terrible. Um, there's, so this is the thing that I saw first. There's a horse lady, but there's a head and then it's a body and it's just cut in half. There's no blood or anything, but everyone's dead and there's hate. Well, it's, does, but doesn't it kind of remind you of those where it's like, oh, that's, wait, hmm? Yeah, don't look at it too hard. 
Um, <laughs> all right. So anyway, so there's the there's the murals. Yeah. The murals. That people are like, what? Wait. So why is this a conspiracy theory? We'll get to it. Okay. Because it's just talking about paintings and. So, so they had a lot of lots of different artists that they commissioned too. So that's probably part of the eclectic look of it, because. Um, but all these artists are kind of dark. Yeah. Because like the one guy they got to do, um, he sculpted all these gargoyles. Gargoyles. Sitting in suitcases. I mean. That were surrounding the baggage area. So he was saying that like you know when you go, uh, when you travel, sometimes you lose your bags. And, you know, so he's saying that these are actually um, good omens looking over the bags for you and protecting your bag. He, he thought it was funny, which it is kind of funny. I kind of, like, I like Let me show that. you this picture of the... Um, well, I haven't seen the gargoyles, so they could be really creepy and interesting. Interesting, very interesting. So, I mean, it is kind of silly. Paul is dead. <laughs> Ew, I thought, I didn't think it'd be like that. I thought it'd be like a cute little gargoyle. Well, I mean, it looks like gargoyles that would be yeah, I'm, yeah. on the I outside mean, of cathedrals. It is pretty cool looking, I guess, but I But don't... again, is that what you want to see after a long flight? Do you want to see gargoyles up there? A... At the Atlanta airport for a while? I'm not sure if it's still there, but do you remember the giant ants they had crawling? No. Um, up on the ceilings? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, kind of like that. I liked it, too, but it I guess... kind of creepy because you'd look up and be like, oh. The airport is, I guess, is a place to put your... Ants. Well, I mean, your, your <laughs> creepy sculptures? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so now I'm going to show you one of the creepier stories. And this is the giant blue Mustang. Oh, a horse. Okay. So we're talking about big blue horse. That sounds like a children's book. <laughs> the big blue devil horse. <laughs> it's could... the conspiracy theory that the horse is alive. No. That the horse... Represents a real horse that died. Okay, so this is a 32-foot iron horse. 32 feet? I thought it'd just be smallish, I guess. No, it's outside the airport. It's, is it still there? It was by, yeah, it was by an artist oh. named Louis Jimenez. I want to see that. And its name is Blue Mustang. That's the official title of it. But people in Colorado nicknamed it Blucifer. Like, like Lucifer. That. Yeah, I know. It has red glowing eyes. Does it, like, actually glow? Is it just, like... Yes. Oh, whoa, whoa. But there's something even creepier. What? The guy who was making it, Louis Jimenez, in 2006, a piece of the metal, as he was he was working mm-hmm. on it, fell, sliced his femoral artery. What's that? It's an artery in your leg that has a lot of blood, and he bled out and died. Oh. The horse actually killed somebody. The His maker. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, he was working on it, a piece of iron fell... And slashed his gluteal artery, and then femoral, femoral, <laughs> and that's like where all like a lot of blood is. And he lost all blood and died. Yes, and oh. they still unveiled the horse in two thousand and eight. Oh, wow. I mean that's cool looking, but those eyes. Well, look like, at the veins in its stomach. Oh yeah, I never saw that. Apparently, the reason its eyes glow is because you can see it. Well, Louis Jimenez's dad was a neon artists like he used yeah. neon so it's kind of like a memorial uh, yeah but still it's red glowing eyes on a demon horse it's just an odd choice another odd choice by the denver airport all right yeah. let me get into the conspiracy theories now about it it's creepy there's also this weird metal plaque on the ground 
and underneath it there they put a time capsule of different stuff in it okay yeah. when at the time of the and it says to the people of colorado 2094 and they're going to open it up right mm-hmm. and it also has the sign of the freemasons it's a real thing that the freemasons did help like build the time capsule but mm-hmm. the freemasons have a lot of uh, theories about them like they're like this secret ancient society and they're connected to the illuminati i'm sure you've heard of that yeah illuminati so you know like there's there's a there's a theory that beyonce and jay-z are part of the illuminati have you heard that um no I well like it. she she talks about it and you know the song formation she says y'all are corny with that illuminati mess no, I, I haven't heard that. Oh, I mean, I and know I'm this, reckless when I rock my Givenchy dress. I know that I know the song formation, but I've never like listened. To Let it. you listen to it once, but it's got a lot of bad words and stuff. But it's okay. this, it's so good. I'm gonna listen. I mean, you, you're down there listening to Lizzo singing about "I'm feeling good as hell." And Ariana Grande. Yeah, I like her. So anyway, so the Illuminati is like the secret elite society. Illuminati. Apparently, I want to be part of the Illuminati. <laughs> Well, there's no proof of it, but it's another, maybe that's another conspiracy theory we could get into sometime. Illuminati. But so, because this is, this was helped by the Freemasons, and the Freemasons have this connection to the Illuminati and the mm-hmm. New Order, so people started thinking that maybe the Freemasons had a part in the making of the airport, and they also had a part in the making of all these tunnels underneath the airport, and that probably there's secret bunkers down there. And probably places for them to hide because the Illuminati know when the end of the world's going to be. So this is why this is all, they have this big theory that there's all this going on and that there's all, so much going on under the airport that we don't know about. So there's also another conspiracy theory that the shape of the runways, if you draw lines on them, they look like swastikas. I don't know what a swastika is. Swastika is the sign of the Nazi party. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. I knew that had a name, but I didn't know what. And they think that the Nazis are part of the elite too, because, and this is true, we'll talk about this with my next conspiracy theory, but after World War II, the United States did hide Nazi Germans in America if they were of value to them, like scientists, uh-huh. doctors and stuff, you know? So they, their conspiracy is that some Nazis are still in the high order of the Illuminati, and so it's part of that too. But actually, it's just they needed a way to make the runways so it was more convenient for the, the airplanes. Yeah. Because remember, because in the old airport in Denver, I mean, in Stapleton, they were too close together and it was like a, they took forever to land and take off. And also, you wouldn't realize it, but the Nazi swastika shows up in patterns that you wouldn't think about because it's just like the two lines. Yeah. And so it's showed up like in wrapping paper by accident, jewelry. Shakira had to like pull a, a necklace because it looked like the pattern was in there. Oh. The conspiracy theorists think that there's a bunker down there, that there's secrets, that aliens are hiding down there. I want to look they down think, there. But what's so cool about the airport yes. is that the people who run the airport love it. They think it's hilarious. So they, that's why you just read that the, one of the gargoyles was talking. They yeah. added that in there because they love the conspiracy theories. They think it's great that their airport's I getting attention. I they were at the aliens. We can party. Well, really all that's down there is a bunch of tunnels that they can drive the luggage back and forth. Yeah. They even put up like big billboards in the airport with like an alien on it that says like, we have secrets. 
visit visit Denver Airport. And it's just for them to get um, advertisement. Yeah. So I think that's really cool that they like are like, well, this is silly that how this happened, but let's support it. I think that's funny. Well, I'm done. Oh. Did you like my conspiracy theory? Yeah. Did you like mine? Yes. Look out for conspiracy theories part two because we have more. That's right. You're really getting into this, aren't you? Yeah. You're going to have your own podcast about Minecraft <laughs> or Lizzo. The Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I guess that's all for today. Yeah. Go when we fly to Eugene. We stop at Denver. I want to go see that horse. Just look at it. Okay, we will. We'll find all the stuff at the Denver airport. Let's go find the. I don't want to find the gargoyle. It's creepy. <laughs> well, they're a baggage claim, so we wouldn't go there anyway. Yeah. Listen to the Beatles. Yeah, we're gonna plug the Beatles. I'm oh, sure they need a plug. We also gotta plug the merch. What merch? <laughs> I have I have art I make. Go to Stitch and Kristen. Yeah. She didn't tell me to say that. I didn't know. All right. Well, thanks. And good night. Bye-bye. I want. I want a raspberry donut really bad. I want a cream steak with chocolate on it really bad. And I want a lemon meringue filled donut with powdered sugar on top so bad. I wanted them all. I also just want a glazed donut from Krispy Kreme. It's all hot. It's so warm. And it's all glazed. And it's so good. Krispy Kreme is the best. Right after Dutch Monkey.